You're listening to the Unhooked Podcast. On today's episode, something that I wish I had heard at the beginning of my recovery journey. It's something that if you hear it and really take it in, it will boost your recovery like nothing else. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jeremy Lipkowitz, and with over 12 years of meditation experience as a mindfulness trainer and coach for high performers, I've become obsessed with helping people break free from compulsive, unhealthy behaviors and addictions and step into a life of true freedom so that they can finally become their best selves and cultivate deeper and lasting fulfillment. I've created Unhooked, the Breaking Porn Addiction Podcast, to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to master your mind and optimize your life. This is Unhooked. So hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Unhooked podcast. I am your host, Jeremy Lipkowitz. Excited to be with you here today. And today's episode is inspired by a recent coaching call I had with a client Uh, There was a moment on the call that just, it felt so transformative when my client uh, heard this and understood this. And it's something that I've seen time and time again. It's something that was foundational for my own recovery. And so I wanted to talk about this concept today. And what it is, it's understanding this very simple fact that you are not alone. That whatever it is that you're going through, whatever addiction battles you're going through, whatever stress or anxiety or feeling of just being broken, you are not alone. That there are other people out there that are going through the exact same thing and that it is not a personal failing on your part that you are dealing with porn addiction or that you are dealing with alcohol addiction or food addiction or that you are having body image issues or trouble in your marriage or your partnership, any difficulty that you are going through, there are other people out there who are going through that same thing. So the reason that this is so powerful is that that feeling of isolation, that feeling of I'm the only one dealing with this thing actually exacerbates addiction. So, you know, when you're struggling with any kind of addiction, but well, let's take porn addiction, for example, but it applies to anything else. It's easy to think that you are the only one, you know, that you are a pervert, that you are broken, that your life is hopeless, that it's been like this, you know, since you were young, and it's always going to be this way. It's easy to look around and think everyone else is normal, that everyone's doing fine, and nobody is a weirdo like me. Oh, Or to think that if people knew the truth about you, that they would think you're a monster. That if people really knew what you were into, what you watched, you know, they wouldn't want you to be around their kids. They, you know, think you would attack them or whatever it is. And this kind of thinking is not only incredibly, you know, just painful and and not nice to deal with, but again, it exacerbates the addiction. Because feeling alone or feeling like you're the only one, feeling like an outcast is a painful experience. 
there's this quote that I love that says, the worst cruelty that can be inflicted on a human being is isolation. You know, we are social creatures. We evolved in tribes and communities. And being an outcast, being, you know, left out or, you know, pushed out of the tribe meant death. You know, to be out, you know, without the protection of our tribe or our community. So there's a reason why isolation or feeling alone or feeling like an outcast is so painful. You know, and a side note here, just a, a neurological interesting thing is we know also that emotional pain triggers the same neurological pathways as physical pain. The same neural networks of emotional pain are those that are involved in physical pain. And this is why being hurt emotionally actually physically hurts. You know, when we are sad or feeling dejected, it, it's actually painful in the same way that getting, you know, punched or getting a cut is painful. One interesting thing is that it's why taking a painkiller actually hurt helps with emotional pain. Very strange, but you know, this is the way we're hardwired. So, you know, when we feel this sense of isolation, like we're the only one, one of the things that happens is that we want to avoid that pain. We want to avoid the pain of isolation and loneliness. And so we seek to escape that pain. So we act out, we use porn or junk food or video games, we distract ourselves, we feed into the addiction. And then acting out again leads to more of the feeling of shame and isolation. So the cycle repeats and it gets worse and it's a downward spiral. Shame and isolation lead to wanting to escape and lead to acting out, which leads to more shame and isolation. So we act out again. So to combat this, we need to realize the truth that we are not alone. Because here's the truth, you are not alone. Doesn't matter what you're going through, I guarantee that someone else has gone through the same thing. So many people struggle with porn. You know, if you are listening, just know that you are one of millions or billions of men that have an unhealthy relationship and want to improve their relationship to porn. So this recognition that you are not alone is what Kristen Neff calls common humanity. So Kristen Neff, she's one of the world's leading researchers in self-compassion. And common humanity is one of the core components of self-compassion. And it's about recognizing that whatever you're going through, others are going through it as well. So if you want to cultivate genuine self-compassion you have to recognize hey this is what part of being human is you know if i'm going through sadness that is the human experience so what i want to talk about is two very important reasons that connecting to common humanity can help you in your recovery so the first is is that it releases the shame and misconception of being uniquely broken or flawed in some way you know, when you see that you're not the only one that's dealing with it, you, you start to say like, oh, okay, I'm not just uh, uniquely flawed in this way. I'm not broken, but this is just a natural consequence of being in the situation that I'm in. You know, sometimes I like to talk about how, you know, if you're addicted to porn, it's like kind of obvious that like most of us, you know, would be addicted to it. It's like being a hungry kid in a candy store. 
you know, it's like when we're dealing with pain and we look for something to soothe our pain, of course we're going to reach out to something as, you know, pleasurable and numbing as porn. I talked about this on a, another episode, but there are the three A's of porn addiction, why it makes it so addictive, the accessibility, the affordability, and the anonymity. You know, it's highly accessible. You can get it anywhere on your phone. It's affordable, so it doesn't cost anything. And then it's anonymous, so you can do it without anybody knowing. And so, of course, it's going to be the drug of choice for many people. You, know, you don't have to pay for it. There's infinite variety, and you can get it anywhere. So understanding you're not uniquely broken, you're not flawed, you're not, you know, just a creepy pervert. It's like, hey, this is because of the causes and conditions in your life. So that is the first reason why connecting with this truth is so important. The second is even more powerful, which is that when you recognize you're not alone, and you recognize there are other people out there who are dealing with this issue and working on themselves, it can inspire you when you see that there are others who have been where you are and they made it through to the other side. So, you know, for that, it gives you hope that recovery is possible. If you think you are the only one who has ever been in this situation, you're the only one who's, you know, addicted to porn and you're uniquely flawed, of course, you're not going to think that it's possible to recover because you have no examples of other people breaking free. But when you recognize, hey, there's other people who have gone through this, and look, those people made it through and they've improved their life and they're free from addiction, so maybe I can do it as well. So it just gives you that sense of hope that change is possible. You know, that's one of the, the big struggles for so many people is that sense of hopelessness. You know, I've always been this way and it's never going to change. Well, when you see someone else who it's always been that way for them and they've been able to change, you know, that reasoning kind of falls apart. The other reason that is helpful is that it can remind you of the benefits of breaking free from your addiction, which helps with motivation. When you hear these case studies, when you read books and and see a case study of someone who has broken free and you, you see like, oh, wow, their relationships improve, their sense of confidence is improving, their focus, their sex life, all of these things are getting better. And all of their problems are going away. You know, their brain fog goes away, their, their lack of energy goes away, they're sleeping better. It inspires you to keep up the dedication and the discipline. So if you are feeling like a lack of motivation, it helps to read studies or read uh, stories of other people who have been where you are. And the final reason that it's powerful is that it connects you to a community of people. It connects you to a tribe or to a movement. Rather than being a lone individual out in the desert struggling with this issue, it's like you are surrounded by brothers who are fighting the same fight, you know, a movement of men who are breaking free from this addiction and cultivating a better life. And so, you know, instantly it goes from just, oh, I'm alone, I'm isolated, I'm the only one to, no, I'm part of a movement. I am part of a tribe of men who are cultivating a better life, who are cultivating that self-awareness and that self-discipline and self-mastery and saying, 
this is not how I want to live. This is not my best life. So that is, you know, why I really think that this is so important is just recognizing you are not alone. You are a part of a movement of people that is recognizing that this thing that is so common in our society, that is, it's, it's not talked about because it's so common, you know, it's just kind of assumed that everybody watches porn. You are one of the rare people that is actually taking steps to move against the stream and to live from a place of greater integrity, from a place of, of value-driven life. You know, you are not just following society and, and buying into the mass culture that we see of just you know, porn and sex and junk food and distraction. So you are part of this powerful community, and I hope you recognize that and see that and use that as motivation to keep walking down this path. As difficult as it is, and you know, as many times as you stumble, to just recognize, hey, you know, I'm not alone here. So I am so proud of you for continuing to work on yourself, to you know, listening to podcasts like this and make yourself better. It is something that you should be proud of as well. So that's it for today. I hope that this has helped you. I hope that uh, it really, you know, reaches deep within you because. It, it's one thing to hear you're not alone and it's another thing to really take it in and, and feel it on that deep level. So I hope that maybe not today, but maybe tomorrow or the next day that at some point, you know, you, this really, it touches you and you really grasp it. So that's it for today. Much love from Bali. I hope you are all doing well. If you're interested in working with me and getting some coaching support, definitely reach out. Uh, you know where to find the links down in the show notes below. And that's it. Much love and see you on the next episode. <music>